Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch, like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. The Pen Palskies. Welcome to the podcast. You're listening to the Pen Pals podcast. I'm going to get relaxed. Not me. This is my new. <laughs> that does look good. <laughs> Let me get a picture of that. Let me get a picture of that so that people listening right now yeah. can go right now to the Instagram and see that fresh pic of the exact thing we're talking about right now. That's how relaxed Daniel is right there. Oh, God. How are you? I feel good. Yeah? How are you? Great. Hey, um, can I plug something? Oh, Jesus. It's our podcast. We Fine. just plug about it. <laughs> Change the slogan. Now it always fits our needs. <laughs> uh, this comes out on the 24th. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be doing a live Dumb People Town at the All Things Comedy Festival. It's Thursday the 25th. And most importantly, on the 1st of November, I start the second leg of my tour. That is next week. These are days are in order until I say otherwise. So on the 1st, I'm going to be in Seattle. And then on the next day, I'm going to be in Bellingham, Washington, and then Eugene, Oregon, and then Portland, Oregon, and then San Francisco. I think that takes us to the 5th. That's a fun tour. Yeah, it'll be great. And then on the 8th, I'm going to be in San Diego at the American Comedy Company. And then on the 9th, I'll be back here in L.A. So all you local pen palers, come out. And look, if you're local to the other places, I said, come to those too. Am That's I on the that show? Dynasty Typewriter. I would love to have you there. We had talked about your scheduling. We just haven't followed up on it. I think I might be there. And then, um, oh, wouldn't that be fun? Local Local Pallers, come out. Yeah, that would be come great out. if we were both there. And then uh, on the 15th, this will wrap up the second leg of my tour. I believe it's the 15th. Whatever that Wednesday is, I uh, will be um, at the Stand Up Live Comedy Club in Phoenix, Arizona. Go to DanielVanKirk.com. I got that plug out of the way because I really want to Super make sure. Super fun right out I of the gate. You this episode's f- so funny right away. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be touring uh, November 2nd through the 8th. Uh, for a Conan and Friends tour, go to my website, RoyScoble.com, so and just come to those. 
come to I mean, go to it's one. Like you and Taylor different comics and these and different Moses uh, Storm and it's right Conan Conan. <laughs> There's different uh, so comics on the uh, on each leg. So check it out. Uh, Flula Borg will be there. Who's super funny. Nice. So many funny comics. Check it out. Cool. Um, how are you? I'm good, man. Okay. We've got to figure out sometime away from talking to our pals. These people want in this cult. Yeah. And we, yeah, we've got to we've got to get it going. We've got to organize this. We we should always say subject to change as yeah. far as whatever the stipulations are for you to get face to face and then have a there's a chance. You, yeah, there's a chance you might have done all the steps the way you were told. Well, the to. first way you subject to change eliminate yourself from face to face is by writing to. Yeah, yeah, it's two. It's the number two. Right, and that's how you get into face to face. Right. Yeah. Face to face, and we need we need actual stories of when you face to faced with somebody. That's yeah. that's your resume. Sh- to write to us and say I did a face to face. It could be a nice one or a mean one. Maybe you got into a fight. That's face to face. I know. You let I us know. I don't want fighters in the like a fist fight. Yeah, that's fist to face. That's a totally different. Oh, uh, okay. Because I all right. Yeah, yeah, I misread that. <laughs> Subject to change. <laughs> what if somebody's like, hey, I want to be in this totally cult. Love you guys. Here's how I beat the shit out of my dad. <laughs> Whoa, okay. So it's going to be face, not face to fist. It's face to face, not fist to face. Do you want to just get into it? I might start a separate fight club called Fist to Face. Don't. It's a spinoff. Oh, okay. It's a spinoff when face to face. If like people are like, all right, applications are running dry. No one's really into it anymore. Who wants we've to already, fight? We've already, we've RGT'd as much as we possibly could. We're going to have to start a fist to face. What's going to happen in. <laughs> We've never even discussed what's going to happen in Rip Roaring Good Time. Oh, a lot of mushrooms, dude. Oh, and yeah, a lot right. of Halloween. Oh, More yeah, Halloween than right. you expect. I forgot about that, too. Every Any day could be a holiday. You don't know which one it'll be. You'll find out through our secret that, newsletter. It's a Rip Roaring Good Time. Should we go to the letters? Yes. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> you can't still be doing that. You cannot sprint this much. <laughs> I'm a person who wants to run, but I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> like you're smoking, you're smoking again. <laughs> yeah. Did you have anybody? Did you have, did you have anybody like that in high school? Or hopefully it wasn't you. You ever heard when someone you would... take a shit? Who's that? Like <laughs> no. that vocal? I mean, at practice when you were at soccer practice for, or football for me, and they'd just be like, ah, ah, yeah, <laughs> and, like hanging hands yeah, on yeah. their side. Ah, ah. <laughs> we had Dave Tess was in Davey T. Yeah, yeah, Dave Tess and. We would be running gassers, and we get done here like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I love you. All right, guys, light them up. We're going to run some gassers. Coach Crandall, come on. How did the gassers go? What's a gasser? Uh, Walk me through one gasser. I think it's 40 yards, down, back, down, back. And everybody, everyone on the team has to finish under a certain amount of time. You're talking 160 yards. Or you do another one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's down, back, down, back. Everyone has to finish in how much time? I can't remember. I hope hope it's way too much time. Less than. You guys got five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. God damn it. God, everyone did it in two minutes. (laughs) Daniel. That's Kevin Crandall right there. Come on. We could be running this all day. I wonder what I would do. Forty there, back there, back. I wonder what I what number I could post up. I might have to do that soon at a football field, just so I can come in here and say. I keep telling this, this idea. I, I want to do a thing called the Great Comedy Race. Okay, where you just tell every comic that you know, put a whatever, tell the Comedy Bureau to like tweet it out and just be like, 
We're having a race at this park. Don't worry about finish winning it. Just try not to be last. Yeah. And then everyone gets a time, and you just see how fast you are in the comedy world. Yeah. And I mean, you're talking like running 40 yards. Yeah. Okay. Or 100 yards or like I a think quarter 100 mile. 100-yard dash. A quarter mile. Yeah. Quarter mile. It just gives you a- longer. <laughs> Triathlon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, was in a public restroom doing my business, yeah. and a guy comes in panting. There's only one one toilet, and he's like, "You good in there?" And I was oh, like, "He's he's he's ready to and go." And I like I'm flushing. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm getting out." And he goes, "Okay, good." Grandpa got a little diarrhea. <laughs> goes in, goes in. Explodes. Explodes. And I mean, he's like, like the noises you would make if you were trying to make me laugh while I'm pissing at right. a urinal. Right. Like, I'm like, okay, Dan's being fun. This guy, for real, his oh. real life. There's a little bit of a cry in there. <laughs> he, he, he felt some deep emotions. <laughs> Uh, and you and you for some reason now feel akin to him, so you're up against the door, be like, let it out. Come man. on. You got Come on, this. Grandpa. You got this. Little spell of diarrhea. We're all out here cheering for you. Yeah. It's not my diet. Wouldn't it have been great <laughs> if you as soon as he goes in, right? And he's like, oh, right. You pretend to leave. Like open the door, close it, then open it again, different voice, be like, you almost done, man. <laughs> Start pressuring him. You almost done, bud. Uncle got a got a little touch of the diarrhea. I need to get in there. He's blown oh. away. He's like, wait, I just said that. Uh, I'm gonna go first. Fine. Yes. Good God. Paper, rock, scissors. Hi, Dan and Rory. Okay, guess we'll skip that. They get it. But you want to you want a paper, rock, scissors? No, or? you already started. We'll do it the next one. The, the other one probably starts the same way. Mm, it's close. <laughs> it is close. <laughs> Hi, Dan and Rory. I'm really enjoying your podcast. It really kind of feels like sitting around and listening to two funny friends just talking about whatever. Thank you. Acquaintances. Go ahead. I was a Dan fan, never gotten that, from DPT and the Crab Feast. Dan, how sad are you that the Crab Feast is ending? I'm ecstatic. We'll talk about that in a second. Dude, I can't believe that you got a Daniel Faniel writing in. This is great. <laughs> Love it when a Daniel Faniel writes in. Rory. That's what? It's only 18% that's mad about me using that phrase. <laughs> no, you created a new one. We got to do a poll every time. All right, next new poll. Do you like Daniel Faniel if oh. someone fanning out of her Daniel? <laughs> I'm a Daniel Faniel Saniel. I'm I'm roaring for Scoville. <laughs> Rory Scory. Roaring for Scoville. Go ahead and put up a point for Rory Scory. Uh, Daniel Faniel. I'll take that. That's cute. Okay. <laughs> How sad are you that the crab fe- crab feast is ending? I was so sad when I heard the announcement. And Rory, so good to start getting to know you now, too. That feels good. T-O-L. Yeah. Anyway. What are you guys afraid of, and how do you deal with it? Mm. I think some fears you can confront, like spiders. 
I hate spiders, but I know they are good for killing other bugs and stuff, so I catch and release them outside. Catch and release. Yeah. Just a fun type Which of fish. Which makes me picture picture like, like a fishing. Tiny but a guy string. being like, Oh, look at this spider. I'm gonna put this on bitch right back in. Yeah. Let him Just go. Just a picture with a tarantula and then dropping it right into the woods. Do you did you ever watch Bill Vance growing no. up? He was that fisherman with the Tennessee hat. Oh, the Tennessee probably. volunteer hat. I probably saw it. Hey, look at this guy right here. Now, we're going to take a pit, and we're going to send him right on back. <laughs> I don't remember. I would watch fishing I love shows. that when they're like, we're going to send him right on back with an incredible mouth injury the rest of his life. And imagine that fish. <laughs> somebody's had to have done this bit, right? Where the fish is like, guys, oh, my Stop God, Stop eating. No one eat ever again. Do not. We're done with worms. You'll get pulled to the other side. You'll get pulled to the other side. If it is shiny. Do not eat it. Crickets should not be in the water. And he's out there trying to tell people that he's experienced a whole other world that exists of <laughs> yeah. giants. Yeah. Giant monsters. Yeah. And they put you back in. Is but, that what aliens, when aliens abduct us, are they just yes. fishing for humans and then they release us? That's catch and release? Dude. Like, I was abducted by an alien. That's what a fish is saying to other fish? Yes. Like, I was abducted. And they're like, shut What'd up. What'd they do to you? Oh, you what happened? My mouth, man. They fucked They took my- this hook out of my mouth and then they made this flash of light like at us, and I think they were trying to erase my memory, but it didn't work. <laughs> I remember, dude. I remember. I'll never forget when You're I like, went to the other side. Ooh, Fish Dave is weird. Maybe man. we should start believing people that say they were abducted here on well, Earth. This is <laughs> they like, were, they're catch and release. This is old hat, but like that's what uh, Planet of the Apes is. Like, li- think about it, man. If you take it's all, catch and release. Well, if you take an animal or a bird or whatever that's never seen a person, right? And you show up into the fucking jungle or Africa, and they're like, what is that? Holy shit! And then we take them, and then we put them somewhere in this country, and now people just walk by and look at them. Like, and a, bird, like, like a rare bird? Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. I was living a normal life. <laughs> right. And then this thing showed up that I'd never <laughs> right, seen. Yeah, yeah. They fucking drug me. Yeah. And now I'm here just for people to look at yeah, me all Yeah, in a day. zoo. Yeah, that's I, creepy. And it's that's fucking sad. Very depressing. <laughs> Awful. I laugh because Very I... Very unnatural. You, I realized I did take it there. Okay. And Rory, so good to start getting you. Good, also, good to get to know you. We hate, I hate spiders, but then I catch and release them. But there are some fears that are so big and so overwhelming that literally the only way I can deal with them is to try and shove them as far into the back of my head as I can. Like family members dying or global warming. Oh. I have to just pretend it's not happening, will never happen, and everything will always be like it is right now. That is a hard way to live. I, that's harder to me, I think. We'll that's get into a it. tough one. I feel like this is not a healthy or helpful way to deal with fears. Way to be complacent on global warming. But I don't know how else to deal with the level of anxiety it gives me. Do you guys do this too, or can you... Recommend a better way to deal with big things that terrify you. Love, Alyssa. Yeah. Thanks, Alyssa. I like the love there. Okay. Basic fears. What do you have? You got a basic fear. I'm I'm afraid of jail. (laughs) That's like a fear of mine is like being in prison. I did not... There is no part of me that would have... I did not see that coming. Nor have I ever heard anyone say... They just have like fear, they have a phobia, a phobia of jail. A phobia of jail. Oh, I've had nightmares where I'm in there, dude. God, I took. Did I talk about going to Alcatraz? No. Have you done it? Alcatraz? No. Yeah. Do it. 
Okay. It's and they, great. Yeah, phenomenal. This is coming from a guy who's afraid to be there. Yes. Okay. So- it must be very good. <laughs> <laughs> It's like somebody who's like, I'm going to tell you right now. Can I tell you something? I have arachnophobia. I went to this zoo where they cover you in spiders. It is the best I loved it. (laughs) Oh, all right. Shit, maybe it is a good time. (laughs) It's so cool because, uh, one, did you know it was like Native Americans like took it over in the 70s? No. Yeah, so there's all this crazy history about it. Yeah. Um, And it's really cool. And then they give you, do do the audio tour because you hear like people talking about it, right? So... They there's one part where they're like, does anybody want to go into solitary confinement? And I, I'm like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll go. I always try to lean in on experience, even if I'm like this terrifying. I would have me. said yes too. Yeah, because you, you, because it's like, when are you gonna get the opportunity again to be in a solitary? But also, when are you gonna get the opportunity to do it where you can get out of it? <laughs> right. You, when you can't take it anymore, you go, okay, never mind. I want to. So there. I walk in and you're listening to the audio tour, and it. The guy is a former prisoner who's like telling you about it. Yeah, it's real. It's his interview. Yeah, and he said, "So yeah, I got, I kept, put, I got put into solitary a lot. What I would do is, bef- when I knew they were going to come and take me to solitary, I would rip a button off of my uniform and I would hide it in my mouth. And then when I got into solitary, once because you you can't see it, it's pitch black solitary. Yeah, yeah. It's like a room like half the size of the studio we're in right now. Okay, so it's small, like a." like a large closet it's actually bigger than i thought yeah yeah Uh, so it's you go in it might even be a third it might be like two of these panels whatever yeah yeah. you go in what he would do is he would find the corner of the room then he would take the button out of his mouth in pitch black and throw it over his shoulder let it land roll around for a minute then he would get down on all fours and crawl around and play find the button and that's how he kept from going insane yeah. Himself. Yeah. And so you're in there listening to this, right? And I'm in the room, and they they close it, and then you hear them like like Law and Order sound lock it. Yeah. And then I'm like, wow, this is intense. And then I think to myself, this is a really old building. What if that latch gets stuck? <laughs> I, I thought it as soon as you said, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, okay. And then I can hear faintly. And on the now other you side have a of fear door. of the thing where like, oh, you don't get to get out. Right. Oh, man. The imagination. So then I'm like, and the guys, you can hear on the other side, are you, you good in there? Are you good in there? Yeah, because he's like, for lawsuits, he's like, I got to let him out as soon as and he's I not go, good. And I go, yep, ready to get out. You want, you want out? Yes. <laughs> he's having fun. But I go, you want out right now? Yep. Oh, okay, we'll get you out. The door's stuck. No. <laughs> I go, no, it's not. It's not dude, this dude's life. This dude's life is RRGT. <laughs> he's in already? Honorary. He's grandfathered in. This guy is grandfathered in RRGT. <laughs> and I go, door's I, stuck. I go, literally makes that joke every time. I go, no, it's not. And he's like, we can't get it open. <laughs> and I bang on the door. I go, yes, you can. And then he opens it up, and I'm like, I ran some gases. I'm like, Grandpa's got a touch of the diarrhea. I ran 40 inches, 40 inches, 40 inches, 40 inches. I played the gasser game. I rolled my button 40 inches. I don't know what. I so lo- it's just pitch black. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I looked like when he opened that door, <laughs> but I know that he was like, it's okay. <laughs> How long ago was this? 
2009. Please say very recent. 2009. Yes, you can. I was fucking Barack in that guy. (laughs) Oh Oh my god, dude! But yeah, that so like. But is it? I'm like, so glad I did it. Is it claustrophobia? So I think that's a big part. I, so it's like a version of cross, dude, claustrophobia. I, I, one of the reasons I sit in the exit row in airplanes is yeah. not also because it's a better seat, you get more room. But there is a part of my brain that says I can, I can get out of here. Yeah. I, if I wanted to, yeah, I could get out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At thirty thousand feet. <laughs> yeah. Or if this does, let's say we come in for a. a Wreck land, uh, hard landing slash wreck. Where like you live, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the first fuck. I I'm not like stuck behind trying to climb over people or like help people. Move. Like I'm out. Yeah, that is in my head. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. a plane, I think that's everybody in the exit row. Are you willing to help? Like, of course I am. Yeah, I'm willing to get. <laughs> no, the you're fuck not. You're out. This. You're gone. Yeah. What, what are they going to do? Sue you? you? But you, you opening that door is yeah, I opened helping. the door and they got out of the way. Right. I got out of the way. Which is what they want. Yeah, that's not a big row. You kind of need to get out of the way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, dude, I'll, I'll have nightmares about it. Where they're just like, yeah, you're you're stuck in here. Yeah. Like, I'll have times where I'm like, <clears throat> I, I just need to be able to see a window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel better. It, right. It, it decides where I live. Yeah. Where I'm like, well, I can't. I need to be able to see out of here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, for a, a, I have a real fear of prison. Yeah. Like when they're like, oh, yeah, this prison's over. And that's why you've obeyed the law so well <laughs> your whole life. <laughs> Pretty much. You're so law abiding for when, that. Reason. When they say this prison's like overrun, people are just sleeping in cots in like open rooms. Yeah. Like not even in cells. I'm like, that's perfect. <laughs> God, I want to go to that jail. <laughs> that's the jail I need to. Like, I'll tell my lawyer, I'm like, you right. need to get me into that jail where there's too many. But they're like, that's yeah. really dangerous. I'm like, like, I don't know that you get to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't want to go there. That is, yeah. There's people just. You want to be in your own cell. <laughs> right. You're, you want other people protect out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, no, 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 no. I need the <laughs> yeah. space. I don't know if I have a phobia. I don't, I don't know if I have a specific phobia of any kind. I mean, maybe claustrophobia. Is there mm-hmm. a little bit? I just went and saw First Man, and they show them getting into these capsules. And it's true. It's, yeah. <laughs> they get yeah. into one. I cannot wait to they see They get into one, and I just said, I said out loud. In not, the theater. Not disturbing, but I don't know if I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are in, dude. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then it's like, oh, we're going to lock this onto you, and then this comes over your chest, and then, oh, and here's this big door, and then we'll spin this thing yeah. shut yeah and then here's your tool because you need to undo these bolts on the inside to get eventually get yourself out yeah i'll uh, tell everybody if you haven't already when this comes out it's been out for a couple weeks now go see it see it in imax yeah it's worth it oh that's good to it's know it's really worth that's it. good to know yeah. uh, i'll give you those details Little date night time. coming up i think yeah um, so you don't really have a hardcore fear? You know, the, well, saying the global warming thing and the fear of losing, like, family members, like, I kind of exist in that for sure. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe that's a lot of people. I know there's a lot of people who are like, I have no fear of global warming because it's not real. I <laughs> I cannot understand those people in any capacity. But I do, just doing the math on... Just thinking about where your garbage goes. I know. <laughs> Whether you think about global warming, just I wonder. If there's more people every year, all the time, forever. And where does our garbage go? And when people say, you know, when people are like, "Hey, the straws, we got to stop doing straws." People are like, "Oh, come on, you gotta do straws." Like, why do you need straws so bad? Can, you, say, can you not do the math in your head of like where that straw can goes? Can I and say what something about straws really yes, quick? You sh- and you should. 
So here's the deal. I order Jack and Coke a lot, right? Or yeah. like Canadian Club and Ginger. It's a yeah. good drink if you want to hang you're out. You're a badass. We get it. Um, and I use... It's good once you pour it together. You, you know, ice. It's whiskey. good to go. Dude, no, you need you need a little straw. Oh, Jesus But here's Christ. my thing. No, I want to get away from... I'm cool getting away from straws, but my yeah. deal is what happens now at a bar, especially in the Los Angeles area, they do the they do the ice, they do the whiskey, they do the ginger ale, right? Then they hand it to you. Because they want to shake. A, what they just need, give me give me a bar stir. Yes. Have a little like stainless steel yes. spoon. Stir that really quick. Wash yeah. it. Put it back, and then give me that. Otherwise, I'm forced to be like, can I just get a straw? It needs to be stirred. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm all for no straws, but make sure we're still giving things a stir that need them. Yeah. That's my, and that's, that's always been your platform. Stir, oh, stir stuff that oh, needs oh, it, dude. I built the hill and I'm dying on it. Yeah. Well, you love to stir the pot. So and that's figurative and literal. Do you get upset? Like thinking about it, do you, will you let yourself go? I go to like, dark places thinking about uh, what the future could hold, specifically for my daughter I was because of say. global warming. Yeah. Um, I think maybe a lot of people have kids who who it, it's, it feels so weird to say believe in global warming. It's like saying, "Well, do you believe trees are there?" Admit, like, admit it's just there, admit like knowing it. It's yeah. like it's it's such an obvious thing. Um, yeah, it's it's terrifying. You know what I love too when people are like, "Well, it, most of it's natural." You're like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Let's just say it is natural. Yeah. What if you could help slow it down? Well, I wouldn't do that because then all these oil <laughs> executives won't get to live in 17 what if, houses. What if it is natural? And that's who I care about. But we're going, we're doing it three times as fast because of this stuff. Yeah. So yeah, what, if yeah. it, what if we could make it to where the prog- progress of it happening was only natural? Yeah. Wouldn't the, that be better? I also people's argument of like, look, you, we can't be perfect. We can't be perfect about it, but there is a lot that we could do to try to curb the temperature from rising two more degrees because once that happens, and it supposedly will happen in the next 12 years, right. there's no turning back. But the argument, Rory, always, if someone's ever giving you an argument on any topic— that it can't be done perfectly, walk yeah. away from that person. I know, yeah. Because that's a go-to for something you just don't want to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Right? When you're like, well, we'll never perfectly get rid of it, so fuck it. Like, I know. You're like, like, is I, that how you feel in your relationships? I know. Is yeah, that how yeah. you feel about your job? You're right. like, well, I'm not going to do it great every day, so I'm not even getting a job. Right, yeah, like, yeah. Is that how you feel about any like speed limits? Yeah. Look, we can't make everybody go 65, so get rid of it. I think people don't, I think there's a lot of people that don't have the ability to envision a bleak future. I think they truly I, I think they truly are just like, well, no, things are like this and they'll always be like this. Because like when you say we're gonna stop doing straws, they're like, but then my children won't get to have the same go get a milkshake with a straw. Oh, will they not? Will they not get to have the same life? Right. You dumb fucking moron. Or, like it's so bizarre to me that's that the people they need whatever they have, the nostalgia of it to be the same. It's always when they're like, oh, kids these days, or or you know, back you why why can't it be like when I was young? Because it's called evolution. The right. things change. If you are so hard up about how things used to be, don't take modern medicine. Don't go to the doctors now. Go see the doctors you used to see when you were a kid. Use the same equipment when you need surgery as they used then. Right. And I know I'm on a on a very similar no, rant right. that Todd Glass goes on all the time. Get get heart get a heart surgery. But it's the truth. Get a heart surgery in 1966 exactly. and stay in the hospital for two fucking months exactly. rather than getting one today where you're out home the next day. Exactly. You want things to be the old way? I want things the old way. I want food to be the old way. Like, nothing is the old way. But for people to not even comprehend that a massive amount of people on the planet, and also literally debating about immigration, 
un, unaware that some people are having to migrate specifically because of what is happening to climates and what's happening to society because of climates. Right. And to not put all that together and go, oh, you don't understand, like, this will also affect insects. It affects ecosystems across the board. And when those are affected, the entire house of cards crumbles, right. meaning that you will be faced with a decision of how to take care you know what happens? of your friends and your family. And I feel like some people are just like... I, I, they can't even see it. They're like, well, what, uh, who cares? Right. <laughs> like, Is it, it's so hard to figure out that, like, oh, the climate changed here, so now there's a drought, so there's no water. So now there's a limited resource of water. So now these people are fighting, and now they're literally going to war and killing each other for water. because they want the water. Yes. So these people who are running is because they are trying to save their family's life to yep. get out of this country because there's a fight over water, and there's no water because of the fucking climate. Exactly. But it's not— They can't put it all together. And dude. it truthfully— the reason they can't put it all together, and I hate, I hate going to this place, but it has to be something to do with brain cells <laughs> to not be able to just like put it all together. And some people will send you an article and be like, "Yeah, well, here's why you can read this article about how climate change is a hoax." And it's like, well, I don't know. I guess I'm just one of those people that happens to believe 98 percent of the scientists that are right. on the planet, and also scientists who are just giving up and they're going, "Oh, I'm going to go move to this place like, with my family because you- I've calculated this is the place that maybe will last the longest when the shit really hits." The- Right. Fan. And instead, they're just like, it won't happen. And these are people who truly believe that Noah's Ark was a true story. They can't fathom that they're living inside of that story. Right. <laughs> they can't fathom it. Uh, you are the everyone who goes to church, just so you know, it means you also hated Noah. When you hear that story, you are those you, you people would, in that story who didn't listen who to like, him Noah, and all died. Yeah, exactly. Noah, shut you the are fuck the, up, exactly. Noah. You are those people. That is who you are. Noah. Take you and your two fucking giraffes and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, my, and also, where yeah, did you, you guys get those leave giraffes? Two by two. Where did you get those giraffes? I don't know how you fucking found a giraffe and a platypus. Also, on this. none of us have seen most of these animals. None of us know what those are. Right. Where did you get that? How are you going to transport these dogs? Why is that tiger obeying you? <laughs> I don't even think you're. I don't even think you've got a yeah. permit for that hippo. I would say in closing, based on the the this rant and maybe how pointed it was or, or how all over the place it was, yeah, cli- I, like the climate change. That's what gets you going. Climate change with me is a how do you deal with is it? a very big one. And the people that kills me the most when they're like, "Look at all this snow." Guess global warming's not real. Those and sometimes they're politicians. Sometimes they're senators mm-hmm. or beyond, or even the president of the United States shows that they clearly have not even researched what someone is telling you climate change and global warming is. Right. When you say, "Well, but it's snowing," it's like. Yeah, that's covered. That's covered in it. You just hear the word warming, and you can't fathom beyond right. that because you right. literally – someone has told you something that is to the detriment of people. Right. And you still – and as a politician, you haven't even researched it. I remember there was a politician in D.C. when it snowed a lot there. They made a they made like a snowman that said, hey, Al Gore, what, how is this possible? It's like, <laughs> oh, so he told you something, and you didn't even read it. Well, you didn't right, even though. look into Global it. Global warming, they, they think – it's like the same people who – They think it's just things melting. It's the same people who think <laughs> Planned Parenthood is just abortions <laughs> because it's got fucking parenthood in it. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. Planning parenthood? That's all they're doing. <laughs> like, no, that's such a fucking fraction. Yeah, that's all right. I'm like, if God, I love how fired up and political we're getting on I don't this give episode. A fuck, this man. is our, this is man. We're this is an RRGT for me right now. <laughs> this is a huge RRGT. As, as we wrap this up, though, part of that letter is how do you deal with that 
with that feeling of like pushing it way down deep. I would say do you give it an amount of time and so be like, I'll say I've this. talked about this, I've thought about because it, I need to go on to something else. Who who wrote the letter again? What's uh, her name? Uh Alyssa. Alyssa, specifically to what you're saying, because you said you want to just kind of forget it and pretend it's not there. I'm not joking when I I think the thing to do is to I mean your fear of family dying is is kind of your own thing. It's Dude, not something to not talk but about. I, but it's, your, it's a it's a kind of a personal thing that you. Know, it's not like you can't talk to people and get help. But and, when you and know what's out there, it. like my grandma's coming to visit when we're recording this. And yeah, I love her. I can't even believe I'm about to say this because it's like I don't even want to think about it. But it's hard to know. She's 88. Yeah, she's an amazing 88. But she's 88. Yeah. So I mean, what are we looking at here? A decade? Right. Like oh god, I don't even. This is it. This is what sure. the letters. Sure. Are. Sure. Sure. And so I'm like, it's hard to know. That something is going to fucking wreck you. Yeah. That you and are. You can't stop. You it. can't. You are heading towards it, and and it's going to happen. And I am literally going to feel like a person ripped in half. Yeah. And there's, I don't. I could get emotional right now. Yeah. And I don't know. We. I think we've touched. You've touched on this a lot, even in the last episode, where you then take the moment to put the quality in the quantity, whether that's through a letter or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 And. Be- because you want to be able to say to yourself, once that happens, you global warming or your grandma's death, I d- I made I did what I could for that. Yeah, I stopped using straws when I didn't need to. Yeah, or I when told you when someone told you something had a negative effect, or I told you her didn't I just, loved her. You didn't just decide they're wrong. Right. You decided to at least look into it, or you decided, you know what. I mean, realistically, when someone's like, oh, but I need straws, it's like, why? Why right. Why do you need it? Like, even if someone said, you know, actually, they're fine. Like, you're still sitting there going, yeah, but how am I going to drink my Slurpee if I don't have my straw? Like, you don't, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think the solution for me is exactly what you're saying here. I think with global warming, I think the best thing that you can do is to research the impact that you can pos- positively affect. Uh-huh. Which I have been getting feedback that it is a vegan diet, which I, you know, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to see wh- what I can do. Okay. I know that our agriculture is not great in how we take care of animals. I know that most of the food and the meat that people eat and they buy at source does not come from a great source. Right. It has a ton of chemicals in it, whether they want to believe it or not. It's not good for you. And a lot of times it says all natural. That doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, organic sometimes doesn't mean anything. It's just a word that they use. But I think never stop talking about it. I think constantly meaning bringing up global warming and talking about it, whether people rip you apart on social media or to your face all the time. I bring it up on stage. I think never stop talking about the thing that you want people to start thinking about constantly because then they'll think about it. That is why <laughs> that is why you see things politically the way they are, because if you just keep going and you keep pushing on a certain idea, yeah. people will start to believe it, whether it's positive or negative. Right. People will just start to attach to it. It's You can see it now as a negative thing. People will attach to any idea that you can, that you put out there. Sometimes I think it's a positive thing, and that's one of them, and that's where I'm going to fucking leave it right there. Yeah, I like that. God, I, I got fired up. No, I like that, dude. So you're saying, like, do your part. Feel like you did your part. Voice, or voice and see. Yeah. Jay Larson got me off using plastic. I find myself using a plastic water bottle very rarely. I used to drink out of them all the time, yeah. but now I do it very rarely because he was like, and so you're doing your part. to me, and so I'm doing what I can do. Where I'm like drinking out of a swell bottle all the time. If I go get coffee, I bring my coffee cup to use it, so that I'm not creating waste. Yeah. Anytime you can eliminate waste, you should do it. So feel better about doing your part, and if it's something like a fear, don't put yourself in those scenarios that are going to trigger you, like a fear, like I'm maybe maybe don't go to jail 
don't commit a don't crime. Don't go to jail. <laughs> and then if it's something like family, I would say just you'll feel better later being like, well, I made the most out of my time with that yeah. person because you can't do anything about it. So just Therapy do, as well. Yeah. Don't be afraid of therapy. Thanks so much for sending that, Alyssa. You're great. That was really fun. Uh, sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Last time you did something just for you. Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. Hey, pen pals, we're back. Hey, we're Check back. Check out all those uh, things, places, ads, uh, all of partnerships them now. that we told you about. Yeah. Pause this and because go do it. Isn't it true, Rory, that we get asked, like, do you guys like this product? Do you want to talk about it? And we say yes or no. So if we're talking about it, it's Are not. Are people talking to you? Yeah, we get those emails. Oh, people ask Noah. you stuff. They ask you. Remember, Noah's like, what do you guys feel about this product? And we're like, yeah, well, well I Every like Every letter I've read on this podcast, it's just one that Noah wrote and pretended he was someone else. And that is the truth. Would that would go for me, too? Yeah, all these letters are fake. Why but they're w- fun. Okay. He's a good writer. <laughs> <laughs> to spread it out and like, oh, yeah, to yeah, be yeah, a yeah. different person every time. To do time. all those ones that we're like, we'll, we'll never read this. And to still do them? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear your letter, buddy. <laughs> Give me a rip-roaring good time with this letter. All right, let me just jump up to the top of the pack. Grabbed it. Oh, this one just fell. Let me just. Okay, this is an email that's been printed. Okay. <laughs> it still counts. Um, you guys, this is going to be coming at us from uh, Libby. Emailed us at thepenpalspod at gmail.com. Hi, Dan Rorniel. Draniel Rory? Dory? Pen pals. 
Hi. Why, why did D have to be in there every time? <laughs> like, what's, what about a ranule? Why couldn't it start with an R? A ranule. Oh, Libby. What is another good one? Libby, Rorial? we get it. Rorial? You love Dan. Just started listening to the podcast and already loving it and y'all's combo of hilarious sincerity. Love a good y'all. The right spot. Mm-hmm. I moved about a year ago to this smallish college town where I work. I've met great people at work, but we aren't really outside of work friends yet. There's a new faculty member who seems really cool. We've already connected over our love of podcast. So, dudes, what are your tips for making work friends, friends friends? Making new friends in your 30s is so much harder than in college, especially when most of the people you talk to every day are college students. Same goes for dating. I'm nervous about dating apps because if one of my students tried to match with me, I think I would literally heave. And age range settings on apps are a joke. Anyway, thanks, guys, and keep up the good work. Libby, P.S., come do stand-up in Oklahoma, but not that casino you went to with DPT, DVK. It's far from pretty much everywhere. And Daniel Van Kirk, the more I hear from you on this and DPT, the more I want to be best friends. (laughs) If you ever end up in Oklahoma, want to grab a beer? I'll tell you what, you're already off to a great start with reaching out, being aggressive. That's yeah. what you need to be. You got to be aggressive. Yeah. You want to make friends as an adult? Can't sit back. You're right. That's Can't a great sit back point. And wait. That's a great read. You got to go. You got to right. hey. Oh, you want to grab a beer? You got to say it. You got to throw it out there. Yeah. You have no choice. Want to get a drink? If you're going to ask someone should out on a date, the only way to do it is to ask them out on a should date. Should I say yes or should I say, yeah, but I don't drink beer? Do you not drink beer? Mm-mm. How did I not know that? I'm getting off beer now. Yeah. I'm also getting off coffee for a little while. I'm trying to get my gut in a better place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean by that? You maybe that's why I would have a hard time yeah, making I've never friends. I thought of you as a beer drinker. <laughs> I don't really drink you that love much. Love a Negroni. I'm not a big drinker. I love a Negroni, but even that has ripped me up enough. Where now I'm just like getting into you know some pot jellies. Really just What's starting a to pot jelly, like you know, a jam, little THC, little jelly, little like a jelly bean or like a. When we were in Hillsburg, you know, I had you can THC pot now and you know exactly really the amount of. THC that's in it, yeah, which is a huge help from just getting a random cookie where you maybe get nothing and then you eat two and then you're fucked. <laughs> you're gone. You're gone. You're literally Rory asking on the river. to not die. I am soaring right I now. I am soaring. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, that was a good time. It was. A that was an RRGT. That really was. That's a kind of RRGT you can get into if you can get to the F2F. <laughs> Okay. I, lo- I love this. I think this is a great letter. I think this is a great topic. I think making this is, work friends, real friends is a big one. Work friends, real friends. That's that's tough to do. Making Very. friends in your thirties is tough to do. These dating apps. That's a tough thing to do. Like all of this is is great, and I think very relevant. Libby, and we nice. Even, we even experienced that in the comedy world. Don't we just you? wrap it up. Libby, nice. great hearing from you. Sincerely. <laughs> We're like, she's like, I don't think they wanted to be my friends. They didn't even answer anything that I asked. But don't you feel like we see that in our own world? What? Comedy friends, real friends. Yeah. Yeah, even that doesn't... We, we used to just be comedy buddies. Well, that's where it starts. Naturally, that's where of we Of course, met. where it is. But I'm saying it, it, it's even hard in what we do, yeah. which is interesting because so much of our work is extremely personal, yeah. and our and our time at work is hanging out, and by that I mean green room, festival, whatever, yes. that it is, it's even hard in our world to be like... Oh, I think we're real friends. We also exist in an occupation where it's a little bit easier to uh, open up yeah. about anything. Right. But you ever notice, I did this to you, I don't want to go into the topic because you'll hear why, but 
you revealed a real life thing about yourself in a set I saw you do once. And so I had to ask you, is that a real thing? And then we had a real friend conversation about it because we have this weird thing where we will see someone admit something, but they haven't told that to you. And you also don't know if that's more of a bit than a real thing. Yeah, you real don't know if it's real. Thing. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And so we still have to even then have like a real it's almost like if we were at a real job and we're like, hey, when we were in that meeting, you were yeah. like, I oh, I fucking hate Kansas. Like and you did said you, have that a bad experience? you said you thought we could do better in the third quarter. Do you really think we can do better in the third quarter? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So we even have that in our own profession of like yeah, yeah. yeah I like that guy. Kind of in the context of like doing shows or whatever together, yeah. like seeing them around. But then yeah. like you do have to go to another like Real friend level. Yeah. I think uh, I think friendships, as you become older, are it takes a lot of effort. I think that we are fortunate in our occupation uh, to have some of the personalities we have because we don't see each other a lot. Right. And yet, given the nature of our, like, I don't know what our personalities are, but for some reason, and, and you don't have to be a comic to have this, sure. but... I feel like a large percentage of us just have that pick right up where you left off attitude Mm -hmm. about people you see. There's never this like, hey, man, I haven't seen you in forever. What the hell? Like, we're all kind of never like that because we're all like working and you know, like everyone knows the deal. Everyone knows they're not getting, for the most part, most people are probably not getting avoided. Wouldn't it be great if you were a comic who's like, the fuck, man? Yeah, dude. I haven't seen you in two weeks. Like, yeah. And you're just acting like we're friends again? Yeah. You think you can just come into this green room and talk to me? And that person's like, I don't think we are friends. <laughs> I, yeah, we talked at the green room last time. Um, yeah, I think it. I I would say it's interesting to think about because it, it's even though what we do is you're getting. I don't know if this makes sense, but I feel like like wherever Libby works, like so she works at the school. Mm-hmm. It's like all right, so you are now around people who work at the school, right? I feel like I don't know if that paints personalities into a corner. Like I realize you could say that about stand up, but I also feel like there's a wild amount of personalities sure. in art. Right. And 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 also this is coming from someone who doesn't know. So I, you know, but I forgive me if I'm wrong. That your drama teacher's different than your consumer ed teacher. Maybe yeah. not. So that's why I'm wondering like what kind of personalities would get slammed together uh at work. So I almost think that it maybe limits who your work friends are that you would actually even want to turn into real friends. How do you do that, though, do you think? Take them from being a work friend to a real friend? I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of something like, hey, grabbing a beer. I think it's also uh, opening up and having big, real conversations. nothing to do with work. It has nothing to do with work. And you got to, like, hang out and put in the time. Like, I don't think that I am great at reach I don't think I have I've ever grown up in the my relationships where I'm like constantly reaching out to people ever. Oh, I there just asked people, you to go to dinner last week and you never responded. And I never will. <laughs> <laughs> I was like we should all do a dinner. Uh, there, it's so weird I'll read like a text and I and I have to put the, I will be like I should respond, but we will go to dinner and well, I will respond with the time else. when I know that I can like yeah. put that together. But it does take, and I, I specifically look at you and Jay. You and Jay are so much better about like reaching out and maintaining, like saying, "Hey, we're friends, so let's we're gonna go do right. this thing." That it takes me a second to like latch on and go, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 we are." Like I just don't notice it, or yeah. I always just think that I'm like bothering people, or I don't know what it is. So I don't make this like effort with people. 
And it could also be like a fear of rejection. Who knows what it is? It could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a part of me that like just suddenly realize like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're friends. Oh, yeah, we're like hanging out. We're doing stuff. And then it clues in like, oh, yeah, these are my friends. <laughs> you I, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's relevant or relatable to people, but I don't know. I don't know how you make uh, late in life real friends. Well, it's 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 strange, especially with your work friends, because you are seeing each other all the time. Like an added benefit of what we're talking about is that your friends in comedy, it it is kind of hard if you are friends. It is kind of hard to get sick of each other because, you know, who knows what our relationship would be like if we truly saw each other every day, nine to five. I know. Like that does affect people. Even if you go, yeah, but you're such close friends. It could go either way. But also good friendships are also based on the amount of time that you actually spend with each other. And I don't think relationships mean... Yeah, but if you're good friends, you should be together all the time. Like, no, I think I can actually turn you into bad friends. Sure. I think there's an actual amount of time that makes sense that you see each other. And I think that's an advantage at our jobs is that we still work together, but we also – we 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 work for the same company, and yet we don't at the same time. Right. Whereas in this case, to make a work friend a friend, you probably see each other every day in most people's yeah. cases. Every day. Being More a teacher than might make it easier because you're not sitting in the same office. All yeah, day, I think that could be an advantage. Given the, you I think could given go, the, you could just see that person at lunch, yeah. and then after work, maybe or morning. I think the environment makes a big difference. I would say to turn to to go from if you if you feel like oh I really fucking dig this person and I'm what would up the you same do? what would you vibe, do? I think you need to start clocking how many of your conversations revolve around work. If it's constantly about work, even if it's a good time, I'm not saying bitching or a negative way, then it's it's probably more of you gotta a gotta get out friendship. of the work box. Yeah. Gotta get out of the work yeah. box. Yeah. So it's like do things that don't have anything to do with work. And if it, if you want to yeah. hang out with that person and forge that relationship, don't invite anybody else from work either. Because yeah. they're gonna keep that work centric. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, might yeah. sound a little dark, but it's the best analogy I can think of. Think about it if like uh if you're if you're Someone close to you, sadly, not real, uh, passed away, right? And your friend from work shows up at the wake, just shows up and is there and kind of like hangs around. That would be like a signifier that that person really cares about you. Sure. If that same friend shows up with the whole office to the wake, then that still feels like a work thing. A work wake. Yes. You're talking about a work wake. Yes, your standard work wake. Yeah, yeah. Um, Clock in, clock out. Clock out. It's a work wake. It's a work week. It's a work Wednesday work week. Yeah. Hump day Wednesday work week. So, but I think it's more, it's really, you just got to have more of those personal things that you're, you're, you're taking significant moments, good or bad. Yeah. That are not related to the fact that you work together. Yeah. And, and the more of those you have, then you're going to more likely have a real friendship. Yeah. Like me and, uh, me and Jordan have made a lot of friends just from being a parent. Just being parents, oh, we've yeah. met other parents. Yeah. Um, we do, uh, <laughs> we do, we do a thing in our neighborhood now um, with uh, two other sets of parents, where we get together and we like have some drinks in a driveway that's, in the neighborhood. Dude, that's, that's what that's when Rochelle the kids are living. like. That's Rochelle when the kids are right down there. and out for the night. Yeah, man. We once a week uh, we get together, and it's <sighs> that's uh, the best. but 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 also that's a um, situation where the kids. Uh, brought us together, right? And we all, get, you know, the kid, the ki- being parents is what got us into even knowing each other. And then the fact that everyone's like, uh, everyone's everyone's fun, everyone's cool, everyone's chill. 
There's no like extreme personalities in this group of six parents. But, so we all we all have fun. I, that's why I'm trying to get to the point of, in many cases, you find yourself in a fortunate situation right. where you're like, oh, everyone here is super chill, and everyone gets along. I wonder, like, sometimes when you do this work situation, it's like, do you do you find somebody who's maybe not chill, and you're just like, oh, that, but that person seems to be the chillest mm-hmm. person, so I guess I'll make a friendship that yeah. actually oh, yes. is probably not a good a, friendship. A friendship of convenience. Yeah. Of lack of options. Yeah, an FOC. But you did Ground Floor. I, I thought about this literally last week. I was mm-hmm. like, I That wonder... was a film that they made into a TV show. I, um... <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I wonder if some people late in life become best friends because they were on a TV show together for six years yeah. or even a movie set because you spend yeah. – that, that's a how you'll end up getting a later in life like super strong friendship is yeah. because of – And also deep enemies who hate each other. Yeah. You know, you hear about that all the time. Yeah, we like worked together for 10 years. Like, yeah, we hate, absolutely we couldn't be in the same room. Uh, before we wrap this up, because I, I feel like we talked about the work thing, I wanted to touch <coughs> on just the dating app part yeah. of like meeting and going out. I don't know, man. I've never done the dating app thing. Obviously, you never have either. I have if, nothing to yeah, speak to it. Yeah, if it you, terrifies me. If, I don't know that I'd be good at it. Yeah, I don't either. I I want to start a <coughs> an app. Bless you. Bless you. I wouldn't Mark. trust anyone. I want to start an app called Pleasantries, where it's all you ca- all you're allowed to do. Your entire profile is your name, right? And then a three to five second video that is the same thing when you meet somebody at bar. Be like, hey, I'm Dan. That's it. That's all you get. And if you want to talk to that person more, that's all it goes off of. Because you can tell, just like in a bar, you stand next to somebody, platonically or romantically, yeah. within them being like, how are you? Or I was sitting here. Or like, yeah, this bartender, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can tell so much. Like, yeah. And literally, that's all you need to find out if you want to keep talking to somebody. <laughs> right, yeah, is yeah. them just being like, because you would get people like, I'm Chad. Good to meet you. <laughs> you would be like in an instant if you want if you met that person at the bar you'd be like this date's over or I I'm, love this guy seems your great. Chad. Hey, yeah. Dad, hey, hey, what's up, I'm Chad? Yeah, good to meet you. That's it. That is the best. Do you want to keep talking to that guy? God, could that, you imagine who does? Could be. you imagine who does? There are someone's like 100%. like swipe right, there's swipe 100%. right on Chad. There's somebody who just keeps touching their lips. What's up, it's I'm like, Chad? Swipe what? right. Let's do this. Dude. Oh, all right. There's people who keep touching those like, what's up? I'm Gavin. Um, I'm just, I'm a cool guy. <laughs> you'd be like, nope. Next. Nope, Next. Nothing. Or you'd be like, Gavin is fucking cool. Whatever I think, I think you're right. I think you would tell a lot about it. Three to five seconds of them just saying, How, like, what percentage of people are like faking it and putting on an act? Well, then you'll find, you'll find out the next interaction. You don't get anything from the picture. But you'll find that out in the next interaction. Yeah. You walk up to any person at a bar and they say, Hey, how are you? Oh, uh, however, they do that, you're going to be like, Yes or no, I'm walking away. Instantly. If anyone listening works in the app creating business, Dan just threw out an idea. Yep. You will get automatic entry if you help him into face to face. You'll get to skip face to face. And you'll automatically be placed in a RRGT uh, subject to change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Subject to change. Uh, Th- that's our shirt, pen pals, subject to change. If anyone Get here. It? Subject. Subject to, to change. change. If anyone here is uh, interested in helping Dan create this, and obviously you're going to get in on the on ground, the ground floor, floor of, the TV show. of the movie, that became a TV show, <laughs> you can you can make some money with Dan. This is a good... Don't steal this idea. Right. Help Dan make this thing real. Pleasantries. Pleasantries. Fle- Pleasantries? Pleasantries. Peasantries. <laughs> What's their name? 
Our pen pal? Uh, Libby. Our pen pal? Libby. Libby. So, and I would just say this, and we'll, we'll leave you, Lib, because I really appreciate your letter, is if you're doing the dating apps, I, I've never done it, but I... Proceed I, with caution. Obviously, face-to-face is number one for me. Rip-roaring good time is number two. Uh... Once you meet somebody you think you like, don't go down the rabbit hole of getting to know them online. Literally, if you think you like them, say, let's meet in person. If yes. you can't say that about them, you don't want to meet that person. That's right. If you can say it about them, say you want to meet. If, they, if they're if they like, eh, they'll be like, on, moving on. Move you on. You just got to get to some face-to-face. That's you got to have to have. If it doesn't feel right going face-to-face with them, they're not the person you want to go face-to-face with. That's why Stop it doesn't feel Chad. right. <laughs> hey, Chad. Hey, oh. Chad. I'm Chad. Cool times, man. I'm not necessarily a smoker, but I'm not necessarily not a smoker. <laughs> uh, that's it, man. I loved that letter. Close that's a up. great letter. Libby, great job. Great great work. Sincerely. Rory Scovel. And Daniel Van Kirk. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.